Welcome back to the Hockey House, episode 18, brought to you by Selly Hockey Co. I'm Murph, uh, joining you guys from the friendly confines of the Ostrom House here in Syracuse. Uh, in front of a live audience tonight, we got a couple of the boys sitting here. Um, turn it over. We'll go to Glick first. Glick, how you doing? Not bad. Just same old, same old. Just, you know, out in the outskirts of Philly, just living the life. Just booling. Yeah. <laughs> how about you, Fitzy? How you doing? Doing good. Um, got the Winnipeg Jets Oilers game on right now. Um, talking ACHA puck with the boys. So not much better than that, Murph. Um, I, I see you got I, the, the tarps up there. Are we trying to, yeah, to hide I, the podcast? No, I actually forgot to mention. Um, not only am I joining you from our house, I'm joining you from our locker room. Um, oh, you, that's why you, the tarps are up. If you look behind me, you can see that's my bag. That's my equipment. Um, so Syracuse University gave us the green light to start skating again. Uh, only problem is you have to get dressed at home. So um, two nights a week, we convert the downstairs of our house into a locker room. Um, we've got chairs all around the room. And uh, we all get our gear on, everything but the skates, and we hop in cars and go to the rink. Home dressers around the world are all just laughing right now. Like, we have a toxic relationship with the ACHA. We don't get much back from the ACHA, and yet we're just going to the rink two nights a week, fully fully dressed, just because we love the game. Just grinding. How far is the drive? Is it, like, close far? Yeah, so our, our rink is on campus – but this is main campus and like all the athletic facilities are on South campus. So it's like, it's like a three minute drive to the rink. One day just walk like through campus and see what, what people do just in your gear. I, I had to, so we have a, a guy who shout out to Ryan Daly. He doesn't live in the house, but he lives in the house next to next to us. And, but there was a snow bank between his driveway and our driveway. So in my full gear, I had to walk on the sidewalk, like past people to get to his car. And um, so, yeah, we get some odd looks at stoplights and, and crosswalks. And, um, and of course we've got this thing all over Snapchat. We're letting everyone know that we're heroes getting in full gear. Not the heroes we deserve, but the heroes we need. Oh, it's great content. I just sit here. I've got my little camera. I'm filming the whole thing. It's, it's, it's going to be something that I look back on and be like, wow, we really did that. We really got dressed at the house. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I'm excited. It's, it's, it's not much, but it's nice to be back on the ice with the boys. You go so long without, without playing that you'll take anything. Yeah, for sure. I like get dressed 45 minutes from the rink to go out and play with them right now. So you don't realize what you have until it's gone. It sounds cliche, but, um, we went out and did a 12 person socially distanced skate tonight and, it was a lot better than sitting in my dorm doing nothing. Uh, that being said, we do have some ACHA news to talk about. Um, we talked about it last pod, but um, ACHA rankings are back, and we still don't know how they work. I got a so, bone to pick with them. Yeah. Well, well Fitz, you're, you're pissed because Liberty is at number five. Liberty's at number five. They, they beat a D1 team. I know you can't factor it in, but it seems, I don't know. Seems kind of odd that you can stick them at number five. I know Linden one's good, but I don't know. Can Click, they be got a D one team? Click, you've got the full list in front of you. Let's uh, what's the top ten? Yeah, so um, 
as uh, Fitz said, uh, in first place was Lindenwood, and then second place is Adrian, third is Davenport, fourth is Calvin, fifth is Liberty, sixth is Minot State, seventh is Ohio, eighth is Iowa State, ninth is Lawrence Tech, and rounding out the top ten is Indiana Tech. Some solid teams there. There's also probably some teams that maybe in a normal year wouldn't be in the top ten, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So the article says only 19 teams have played so far. So that's probably like the reason why certain teams are up yes. there and certain teams aren't. There's only 10 teams in the ranking. 19 are playing. Yeah, like we got – I mean, the other thing you have to factor in here is like there are some really good schools playing. Like Ohio is number seven. They're, they're one in five, but they've played Adrian and Liberty. So um, – Yeah, who has Lindenwood played? Uh, Lindenwood – Beat oh they I think they they swept Ohio. Uh, so they swept Maryville U, Missouri State U, and Ohio U. Yeah, and th- that's why they're six and zero oh and in first place. You got it. Know. Looks a little sketchy to me. <laughs> I don't know. Our guys at Jamestown didn't even crack the top ten. What's up with that? The Jimmies. The Jimmies are at eleven, and then um, I don't love saying this, but we do have the 0 and 11 Waldorf Warriors ranked at 19. No, uh, that's got to be. It's got to be. I don't know. Not the it boys a, from Waldorf. They were the first team to play. They played um, Midland in the first ACHA game of the season, and they have not found the victory column yet. I think um, it was one of our early episodes. We like it was like since it was like the first game, we were trying to like we were, we like went around and said who would win, and I think I went with Waldorf. So, uh. so the Glick curse is on. <laughs> I'm sorry, boys. It's all my fault. That being said, we do have an inter- a good interview, solid interview with um, Longo and Baps from West Virginia. The boys joined us as they anticipate an email from the school telling them whether or not their season will resume. Yeah, I mean, it was a great interview. Just two great guys really enjoyed this, you know, this week. And it was kind of fun to interview guys that uh, I had a chance to play last year. I thought they were both uh, just real beauties. I, honestly, it was like one of my one of my favorite interviews, I want to say. I'm going to go out on a limb. It, it was it was one of my, my most favorite ones we've done so far. You're giving it the, um, the must listen tag. I'm giving it the must listen tag. It's a must listen. I don't All know right. why. Just something about maybe it was the the uh, the Frenchman coming in and just spicing things up for the boys. I don't know. It was it was it was nice to get his perspective on on coming to America. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna throw it over to uh, Longo and Baptiste. Uh, here's our interview with the boys from West Virginia. This week, we're pleased to welcome from Morgantown, West Virginia, Joe Longo and Baptiste Vernev. Boys, how are you guys doing tonight? Uh, not doing too bad. Hey, we finally figured out this whole Zoom thing months after the pandemic started. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was rough. <laughs> we made it work. It's all right. We, we've, had, uh, we've had some pretty good technical difficulties to start off the show. It, it's, it's always fun when you, uh, you're on Zoom with somebody you've never met before and you got to teach them like figure out audio and, and headphones and whatnot. It's a good icebreaker. It is. <laughs> it is for sure. Um, so I'll, I'll give you guys a chance to introduce yourself. We'll start off with you, Longo. Tell us kind of uh, your backstory and, and how your hockey career led you to West Virginia. All right. Well, uh, I'm from Ohio. So I uh, played all through youth and high school, just in Ohio. Uh, nothing crazy. Uh, after high school, I 
went out, played a year up in uh, the EHL, the New England Wolves, or well, about half a year. And then I left and went to uh, Springfield, Mass. And then I uh, played my age out year with Potomac in the USPHL. Uh, freshman year, I went to Trine University. And uh, it wasn't for me. I had a buddy that was at West Virginia. And he said, basically, you know, it, it's the shit. You got to come here. So I went on a visit and immediately was like, yep, no, that's where I'm going. All right. And, and, and Baptiste, you've come a long way to end up in Morgantown, West Virginia yeah, here. Definitely. Definitely. So I'm from France. Uh, I've been playing hockey since I was four. Um, so yeah, played in France until uh, sophomore year. And so I took English and undergrad. And so I wanted to do your abroad, um, you know, to um, use my English and all that. And so I, uh, there was a partnership between my university and WVU, uh, University of Tennessee and University of Georgia. And I just looked up um, hockey teams and so WVU was the easiest one to find so it's just like all right I'll go there and that's how I ended up there um, and then afterwards I looked it up and I was like oh it's the first party school and all that and I was like oh maybe it was maybe it was the right choice but yeah, it definitely was it's a lot of fun um, and so I did my exchange student year so that was my senior year and I loved it so I just stayed for grad school and now I'm in grad school um, and so I'm also teaching French on the side. So it's pretty sweet. And that's, yeah, that's how I'm here. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun for sure. All right. We'll, we'll toss it back to you, Longo. What classic question here. What was your welcome to the ACHA moment? The moment where you realized that uh, there's something special about the ACHA. Oh man. Uh, I don't know if it was, my very first moment. I'm trying to think of the best one, but uh, I know my sophomore year here at West Virginia, my first year here, uh, I was on the Division Two team. And end of the year, we went out to a showcase at the Naval Academy. And first game there, we, we drove vans out. Like, they have the players driving vans. And we got to the rink uh, maybe 15 minutes before puck drop. And, you know, we were a D2 team, and we were kind of struggling in D2, and we were about to play uh, the Naval Academy's Division One team. Uh, so, like, 15 minutes before the game, we roll into the rink, sprint in the locker room, get dressed, basically don't get a warm-up, and then, Babs, uh, you were there. What would we lose? Like, 7-2, something like that, and they outshot yeah, us, like, like, like 100 to 12 or something. It was, it was nuts, but just kind of like the – organization of all of how that all came together was kind of interesting but not really sure if that's uh, the best example there but that's the one that comes to mind and, and that's not an easy place to go play either no that was uh yeah it was loud got people behind me tapping quarters on the glass and i'm just kind of out there i didn't get a warm-up i'm just i'm just gonna have some fun so between the second and the third i think we're losing like three nothing and then we come back out onto the ice and I went over to the glass behind the net a couple of their students are back there and I lean up to the crack and I go hey and they're like like what they come over they start like trying to talk shit and I was like no no, no. I was like after the game I was like I don't know the area you got to tell me what the best bar to go to in Annapolis is because we need something to do after the game here 
That's awesome. Glick loves the quarters behind the glass at Navy. Oh yeah, that was that was definitely a fun game. And I only found out that morning I was playing, and the like senior pulled me aside, like, "Yeah, you better be ready for those fans." Like, how bad can it be? And then I go out, and oh my god, it was ruthless. All sixty minutes for the second period, they would go back to the other side. It was brutal, but it, it was yeah. honestly so much fun. It was probably my like the most fun game I've played so far. No, yeah, that one was a good time. They just like follow you back and forth, so it's it never get away from them. Now, Baps, what what was your introduction? Obviously, coming from overseas, um, you I don't know what were you expecting, and then what what was your first memory? So, um, so I didn't really expect anything because I decided to take my gear like two days before the before I came here. I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm gonna make it. You know, it's the U.S. Like, it's way better than in France. I ended up making it obviously. Um, and so my first memory would be uh, just making the team. That was crazy. And then uh, my ACHA moment. So my first year, I couldn't play because of like paper issues. So I ended up uh, playing three games for D1 and then not playing until uh, I went with D2 to the uh, Navy showcase. And so I guess my ACHA moment was um, so I don't know anyone on the team. I go to the rank and uh, just that players were driving the vans. I was like, wait, you guys are driving? Like, we're going to play a game. I feel like we should take a bus. And so we were running late already. And so Shane Gilbert was driving. So Joe would know him, uh, one of our good friends. And so we're running late and everyone stopped at Duncan on the way. And like, we're already running late and just just chilling at Duncan, getting coffee and donuts. And like, then we rolled up to the game like 15 minutes before. And I was like, wow, that's, I don't know. I feel like you'd be ready, but no, we were just, it's all right. The boys were not one bit worried about being, oh, no, they no, needed no. their, they needed the Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. It was all good. And then we actually beat uh Towson. That was D1 the next day. So it was a pretty good weekend. It worked out. Not bad. Yeah. The Mountaineers run on Duncan. Definitely. <laughs> Let's jump in. To how are the how are the boys treated on campus? You know, um, what are the games like and uh, what are uh, the fans show up? You guys supported well by the school. Uh, take us through a few of that stuff. Uh, so I would say we're first off, we're supported well by the school. Uh, they, they do a lot to help us. I mean, obviously, right now we're not playing either. Um, which I, you know, sucks. Can't blame them, I guess, trying to be safe. But uh, they were treated really well by the school itself. Um, around campus, uh, I mean, it's a big school, like close to 30,000. So it's not like we're, uh, we're a huge deal or anything. But, you know, groups of people know who we are. They'll, they'll come to the games and stuff. Um, I'd say uh, home games, we got really small rink it's it's a barn uh it's old but uh when it's when it's a big game so like season opener whenever we play pit they'll they'll pack it a couple hundred in there it gets loud it's a lot of fun yeah tell me more about the the backyard brawl with pit uh those ones uh they're always fun i mean it's it's some of the most intense hockey you're gonna you're gonna play our our conference is uh I don't know, Bats, I'm a goalie, so I can't put it into words too well about the, how the play is in the conference, but 
Yeah, it's pretty, um, I guess, like, I expected more hits and all that, but, like, it's, um, I don't know how you would say that, but, yeah, it's kind of, like, grimy, um, like, every game. So, like, last year, I'm pretty sure we lost, I don't know, at least five or six games by one goal, and, like, everyone can beat each other. It's it's kind of crazy. It's just every game's a toss-up, like, who wants it more? So, yeah, they're definitely fun, and especially against Pitt, because they're actually really good, too. So they're always very good games. Yeah, no, Pitt's, Pitt's always fun. And uh, just for people who don't know, what conference do you guys play in? And, like, who are some of the top teams in that conference? Uh, so we play in uh, the Chima. It's Kawasaki, Mid-America. And it's so it's us, a lot of the Pittsburgh schools. So we got Pitt, Robert Morris, uh, Slippery Rock, kind of now. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got uh, IUP, Mercyhurst, Kent State coming in next year, and John Carroll. Kent State's a good addition. That's a good yeah, no, league. Yeah, solid program. They, they fit the mold of the, the rest of the teams in that league, I think. I would they, say so. They play in the league with, like, Adrian and those guys. Like, I think they'll probably have a lot more fun um, not getting killed by eight goals. For sure. Two yeah, a year. yeah. <laughs> So, um, speaking of other teams you guys play, um, how are the road trips like? I mean, I know you guys took a trip up to uh, Temple last year, so tell us how it's like being on the road. Uh, so, generally, they've kind of uh, moved away from the vans the last year. Um, so, we're all buses now. Pretty pretty solid. Uh, that that's kind of relates to how the school treats us. We get the buses through the school. They do a good job setting us up. We can do homework on the buses with the Wi-Fi and all that. Um, we had a couple big road trips this year. Uh, Bath, I didn't go on the Buffalo trip, so you can speak to that one. Yeah, no, we always try to have a few, um, like, big road trips. So we went to um, Canada for one weekend. We also went to Buffalo. So these are fun. Um, and, yeah, we always have, like, one or two like that. Um, and, like, conference-wise, we get pretty lucky because it's um, almost everything's in Pittsburgh. So we always get to get home after every game. So it's pretty sweet. Like if you have a busy weekend with school and all that, uh, you get to be at home. So it's pretty sweet. So you guys get, you got to play first semester and now you guys are shut down? Uh, no. So we started practicing. Uh, we got quarantined and then we came back to practice again. We got one practice in before we all got quarantined again. And then the school shut it down. Um, they said we would be able to play in January. And then like a week before our first game in January, they were basically saying we're going to push it back even further. And now it's just kind of whenever news comes in, we're just going to, you know, toss our shit on and get out there. But for right now, we're just waiting. So we're actually supposed to hear about it tomorrow. So it's kind of we'll find out tomorrow if we get to play or not because we're not trying to get our Hopes up, obviously, but yeah. Uh, we're the find the podcast will get you some good juju going. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. Hopefully. Hey, it's happened in the past. We've given uh, – we've had, you know, uh, we gave Liberty a bump. They beat LIU. We gave Bronson Moore a bump, and he ended up in the in the game that weekend against Minnesota. Riley Johnson pulled off the, the Svechnikov once again after coming on our pod. So, hey, well, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. But it, it's crazy. I feel like they're – 
there are so many schools kind of in, in your situation that, that you guys are in right now where it's like you're just holding out, holding out, and, and waiting for that green light. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's tough. Like, this be my last year of real hockey before I, you know, go to beer league. But uh, so it's kind of kind of tough where I'm just sitting here every day, like, oh, hopefully we get a call, hopefully we get a call. But it, it turns out, like, it gets to the point where, it's, you know, I don't want to get my hopes up too much, you know, hearing, oh, we're going to hear from the school tomorrow. But at the same time, I mean, can't help but be excited just in case. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you've made it this far. Yeah. Um, take us back. Take us back to the rink a bit. Do you guys have your own locker room? I feel like I've seen some pretty pretty good pictures of the locker room. Uh, yeah. So if that best one, you take that one. Yeah, no, we do. Uh, it's actually pretty sweet because a few a few teams in the Chima don't. So like, yeah, we get to have our own locker room. Um, D two has one too. So it's pretty sweet because when you look at the rank, you you would never expect having a locker room there, and it's actually pretty nice. So we we're very lucky to to have it for sure. It it makes me think about uh like Arizona State, like they play at Oceanside Arena, that tiny rink, but they have like probably one of the nicer locker rooms in, in college hockey. So I feel like like that's a solid trade off. Like you don't need the like at the end of the day, you're playing on the same ice sheet, but if you can get dressed in a, in a cozier location. Right. For sure, yeah. It's a lot nicer to just leave your gear there and be all, yeah, all set up. Apps, please tell me you've cursed at someone in French on the ice. Oh, for sure. Every game. <laughs> every game. Because, I mean, I get, uh, like, you know, I get chirped at my accent and all that. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to speak French now. And, yeah, they never get anything, so it's pretty funny. I always do it at least a few times a game for sure. Now, we, we talked to the, um, the Vegas guys about, like, the, the Vegas flu and, and what's it like having teams come in to Vegas. I've, you know, Morgantown's got a good reputation of its own. Do, do guys on the other team, are they talking to, you about, talking to you guys about, like, going out? Like, are they asking you questions at face-offs? What's that like? Uh, I would say they, they definitely bring it up. I mean, um, less so with the conference teams because that's all, like, you know, within an hour, hour and a half drive. So they're not staying over, but we have teams come down from New York or wherever for a weekend series after, you know, the Friday night game in the handshake line. They're like, Hey, like, where should we, where should we go tonight? Like, where are we going to find you guys? I like, ah, well, yeah, our coach is pretty strict about, you know, us going out the night before, but uh, we'll tell you where to go. <laughs> there we yeah, go. I think, I think the last one was RIT. I can think of that uh, a few of you guys saw them at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Morgantown might be a little bit better than Rochester, New York. Yeah. Might be, a, might be a little more going on. Who knows? <laughs> might be a little more exciting. Might be, might be a better college town. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> and, um, I think we, we kind of hinted at it earlier. You guys were talking about you getting the buses for, for road trips, but do you guys go anywhere far for road trips? Uh, so last year we, we went up to Buffalo. Uh, we went up to Sault Ste. Marie, which was, what, 11, 12 hours that? Yeah. Um, um, we'll go out to, you know, we went out to Philly for a showcase. We went out again and played against Temple for a weekend. 
the, the Division II team actually travels a lot further. They play in that ACC with NC State and, you know, all those teams. But uh, for the most part, all their league games are pretty close. What would you guys say is your favorite place to play then so far? Oh, man. Uh, I guess my year with Division Two, we went down and played Wake Forest in uh, Winston-Salem. Uh, that was a pretty cool rink. And then is there any time we, we go out to Philly or Jersey to play, uh, I got a lot of family out there, so it's just nice for them to get to see me. That's for sure fun. What about you, Babs? Um, good question. I don't get to, to have family come to the games, obviously. <laughs> uh, I like uh, Robert Morris. Um, rank a lot. It's really nice because they have that D1 team too. It's like the rank is actually really nice. So I guess that'd be my favorite. I love that. That's my hometown. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, no, the rank's nice. I think we need to push for having uh, nationals in France next year. Right? Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be Get fun. Baps to play in front of his family. Let's make it yeah. happen. <laughs> we gotta do like the um, like when the the NHL, like the does, NHL does. The yeah. NHL, they do the global <laughs> series. They go to like yeah. Switzerland and and they play. They play a team there, and then they play the first regular season game there. You guys gotta, you gotta find uh, have Pitt go out. You guys can play yeah. Pitt in France. Yeah, that that would work. Yeah, no, we could make it work for sure. The Etcha global series for sure. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Oh, I love that. What what's like? What's the craziest game you guys have been a part of? Like in your time at West Virginia, what's what's a game that you'll always remember? Oh man. That's a loaded question. You got so I many saw options. A, I saw a clip in 2014 of your goalie just throwing haymakers. From when? Sorry. 2014. He was just throwing haymakers. Someone like ripped his helmet off and he just oh, started going. That's the, the, <laughs> against, against Liberty, right? I've seen that clip. I think so, yeah. It could be another one too. I don't know. I've seen <laughs> one against Liberty. I guess maybe. Um, so I've only played one full year. So I guess the craziest one would be the one against Navy. Uh, last year, so our first game, uh, we won like 3-2 in OT or like 2-1, and the, the rank was packed, and like it was super loud. So I guess that'd be like my craziest or like um, nicest game that I've played here. Yeah, uh, I'd probably go with, with Pitt in Morgantown because, you know, that's when we'll get the, the most people in the rank. It gets loud. Everyone's, you know, right on top of you, essentially. We got some... Um, like some of our locker rooms in the corners are, they come out, like the walls jut out. So people get ladders and climb up and stand up there, yell over the netting. Uh, so those guys are always, you know, they're, they're loud, they're fun, they get real chippy, uh, which usually doesn't affect me too much. Uh, I know last year, pile up in front of the net and I'm just laying there because someone runs me over and the kid just gets up, pops me in the face real quick and skates away. But other than that, that's about all I see. Oh, Longo, any any other places where uh, the fans get on the goalie? You talked about Navy. So when we went down to play at uh, – so when I was on the Division Two team, we went down to play in like a showcase for the ACC, and it was at NC State's rink. They were pretty bad. Um, they got on top of me. And then – also, at home games, my dad will drive down and sit behind the glass, so that's always fun, just staring down my neck. But uh, 
That's the most intimidating one. It's not really the opposing fans. But uh, <laughs> uh, I would say, yeah, Navy and NC State were two of the worst. Is, is your dad going to listen to this? Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all right, all right. That's uh, awesome. I, I mean, I, I completely, like, agree. Like, it's the exact same with me. Like, I don't care. Like, you can have 10,000 fans behind me, if, but if my dad's there, I'm going to be absolutely, like, shitting bricks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You can always tell uh, the goalie's parents at like youth hockey games because the period ends, they get up from their seat, they walk across the ice, and they sit back down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, my, my dad coached me all through from when I was six until until senior year of high school. So it was always nice. He'd call a timeout and I'd come back to the bench and it's, hey, you know you suck right now, right? Yeah, dad, I'm working on it. Just let me figure it out on my own. <laughs> yeah, dad, I'm trying to stop the black biscuit. <laughs> How, how's the house? How's the house? Oh, yeah. The jersey is looking yeah. sick, though. Tell us about the house. Oh, thank you. So, so, the, yeah, so no, we're, no. Actually in an, we're actually in an apartment. Uh, so it's me, Baptiste, and uh, another one of our teammates, uh, Jeremy Judas. Uh, it's not even the hockey house that we're looking at. No, this, this isn't. But uh, the last two years, myself and our other roommate, Jeremy, lived in what was the hockey house. Gotcha. Um, I don't know. You have to ask some questions. I don't even know where to start with that place. All right. So does it host events? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it did. It's, it's not the same house anymore. Um, it's okay. actually just the one that was right next door to it. But uh, I guess... Not so much this year, but we, yeah, it always had all the team stuff there. Does it look like it might fall apart at any moment? <laughs> Has the floor imploded ever? Yeah, it, 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 a couple times it pretty much did. So, yeah. All right, that checks all the boxes. <laughs> this sounds like a hockey house. <laughs> all right, besides hockey, what's your favorite thing to do at West Virginia? I guess I'll, I'll stray away from the. the stereotypical answer of the school which is to you know go downtown hit high street but uh there's a lot of really good like hiking fishing stuff like that around here like i mean it's west virginia there's not uh not a ton going on once you get outside of morgantown you're pretty much in the thick of it so there's a lot of really good yeah like i said hiking fishing there's some good places for pond hockey around uh so yeah no it'd be the same as joe said like going fishing and all that it's pretty sweet because we have a lot of lakes and like ponds around yeah yeah uh, uh fitz fitz was hinting at it but uh, are you guys skating on the ponds now i know that, like it's freezing cold across the country right now uh we got a couple guys i mean there's a lot of stuff around so we go like back behind the rink even there's some good stuff back there but uh right around here is a place called cheat lake this you know big lake uh one of our teammates actually lives out there so he, he'll have guys out there all the time to skate. I, I actually haven't gone out yet, but uh, a lot of the guys will do it. Um, pretty pretty sweet views. I mean, there's no, like, buildings really around. It's just a big lake and trees. Now, uh, another another question that Fitz loves to ask, what's the music situation like? Is it is it all country? <laughs> It's all John Denver, baby. <laughs> it's uh, I'd say wherever you are, you hear that song uh, at least a couple times a night. You can't get away from it. Uh, we found a couple couple of good EDM remixes to it, so those will go on at the parties too. But um, 
I'd say like in, in the locker room and stuff, we always just kind of run through different mixes and stuff on SoundCloud. Uh, then every every couple weeks or so, someone will tell the guy that's been running the music, "Hey, you suck," and we'll switch it up. But yeah, is that is uh, is Country Roads? Is that like the Pledge of Allegiance at, at West Virginia? <laughs> oh man, it's like all right, every, every, everybody stand up and sing Country Roads. All right, class can begin. Uh, yeah, yeah, you say it kind of jokingly, but uh, you're you're not too far off. So. Freshmen, when they come in, the first thing they do, they have them go on the football field and take a picture of everybody. And then they all sing country roads. And then it's the last thing we do at graduation is we all, you know, link arms and sing country roads. Wow. Same thing. Any sporting event after we win, whole stadium sings country roads. It, you can't get away from it. So you just got to you gotta embrace it. No, it's a song that never gets old. No. Timeless classic. That's got to be tough, though. Being the, I mean, is that is that the win song after you guys win? Yeah, yeah, we play in yeah. the locker room too. Yeah, that, that's got to be tough being the losing team, Just skating off the ice here in Country Roads in Morgan. Yeah, but also the um, I remember, so my first year, so two years ago, we played OU uh, there, and when they first scored, so you know OU is a very good team always ranked like so it's tough to play them and so uh when they scored the first goal they played it too so yeah oh, yeah we all like good you know like nice yeah we get that a lot where you know we'll have just lost we'll be in the locker room and you can hear the music from the other team's locker room and they're just blasting uh, country road yeah i That's, think uh, i think temple did that actually <laughs> like no like, probably look I remember it wasn't us. It was a person in the like score box. He played uh, controls after. Oh, I think I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, that was it. That game or was it Villanova when they started doing that? And I can't remember who on our team just went ballistic and like went up to the score box and told them to turn it off. I, uh, I feel like I, I remember that happened at Temple. Yeah, actually, yeah, because our, our second game against uh, against you guys at Temple got got pretty heated. Yeah, yeah. It got really chippy. I was in that game. I think I got like tripped, and then your entire bench said I, uh, I embellished it. That was probably I was on the I, I played the first game, not the second, so I was probably leaning over the bench yelling at you for diving. But <laughs> yeah, my bad. No, you're good. Honestly, I'm <laughs> I'm just really clumsy and bad at skating, so I can see why. You know. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's actually our, our other roommate is uh, the one that got in the actual fight in the corner. Oh, really? In that game, oh, I yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's our that's our roommate. He told us nice. to make sure that comes up. <laughs> oh yeah, I was gonna say. So you're telling me there's a fight between Temple and West Virginia, and we're 40 minutes into this, and this is now getting brought up. <laughs> I honestly totally forgot that happened, even though it happened like 20 feet away from. Blake's an instigator out there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually just skated away. I'm I'm that goalie who just like skates away, and you know. Yeah. Let the defenseman I'm, take care of it. Yeah. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Yeah, no, I'm not getting into that. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, I'm, I'm 5'8". I'm not fighting anybody. I'm right to the corner. Yeah. Are you guys the kind of goalies that uh, if the other goalie's shaking his mitts, you skate down, but you just stand next to him and talk the whole time? I don't know if I've ever done that, but usually if there's a big line ball, I'll try and get the puck and just try and throw sauce back and forth with the other goalie. 
That's another classic move. Yeah. Honestly, the first opportunity I'll get to drop the gloves at uh, in college or anywhere, I'm definitely going to take it because that's like you know, a <laughs> once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So uh, anyone listening, and if you're playing Temple, just know <laughs> I'm willing to press triangle if it happens. That's like uh, that's like poor Mark andre Fleury has never gotten in a fight, but I feel like he's tried like three <laughs> or four times, and every time the refs step in, and he's definitely not a fighter. He just like, wants to get into a goalie fight. Yeah, there's like one photo of him like smiling like as he's about to go fight them, and then that he just wasn't allowed. He just seems so defeated. Babs, what's the uh, the go-to Sally for you? The go-to Sally, uh, I guess I don't score a lot, so like you know, I just <laughs> I just have one that I use every now and then. Uh, I would go like with you know one knee, one knee on the ice, yeah that. That's that's my Sally that I get to use every now and then. <laughs> what, what about any any guys on the team you want to give a shout out? Any any beauties you want to give a quick shout out to? Oh man, I mean, whole team's just all beauties, so that makes it a little tough. But uh, I say we'll toss a big one out to our boy Jacob Mitchell. Uh, you guys have obviously heard about all that, so definitely want to toss him a big shout out. Yeah, that's his his story has been awesome to follow, and it's it's pretty cool considering that he hasn't even played a game for West Virginia yet, and you guys have kind of all rallied around that. Um, it's been and really cool to watch and see those updates. Yeah, no, I mean he he yeah didn't get to play a single game with us. I mean, barely got a couple practices in. So you know, none of us are or you know some of us more than others, but we're not too familiar with the guy, and then. You know, you're starting to become friends with them. Something like this happens. It's, uh, you know, it's a lot. I mean, because, you know, oh, he's a freshman. He just got here. But he was, I mean, he's one of us the second he stepped on the ice. So it's, it was a lot to take in for sure. Yeah, I think I mean, we, we talked about it last episode because talking about just like how you go to college and, and you, you become a, you, you play on the hockey team and like all of a sudden you got 25 brothers and, uh, that that's pretty cool to see what's kind of happened with that. And you don't really see that in other sports. Um, I think that's kind of special with hockey. We, we kind of tend to rally around these things. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, so going back to like the 25 brothers thing, the second you get there, I mean, uh, I want to toss this one to Bass because like when you first came over here and made the team, like that's gotta be. Yeah. Like I don't know anyone. I just, Came to West Virginia, knew no one. Yeah, barely knew English. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, wasn't that good back then. Uh, but yeah, like when I made the team, then I was just, I had yeah, twenty five friends, twenty five brothers on campus, and that's that's actually one of the main reasons that I stayed. Uh, obviously for school and like teaching and all that, but definitely for hockey. I guess it's like seventy five percent for hockey because I just I just want to play with them. And not leave. That's awesome. I, I don't know. I that's this might be one of the best endings to an interview we've ever had. I Bring think, a tear to my eye. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This is. Um, usually, we, usually we just kind of call it because we run out of questions here. But I think I think this is a good place to stop. Um, it's been awesome talking to you guys uh, once again. Uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing some stories about West Virginia. Yeah. Thank you for having us. A lot of fun. Also, didn't get the chance. Uh, shout out my boy Bedzo out in Bedford. Got to give him one. Yesterday.
day.